You're listening to You've Got This, episode 364. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm offering my final debrief of my 23 goals for 2023. And as we are getting ready to head into 2024, it is the perfect timing. In the next episode, I'm going to introduce you to the goals I'm gonna be working on in the new year. But first, let's do a quick debrief of what I was able to accomplish in the previous year. So uh, if you have not heard any of my debriefs uh, throughout the year, I do these quarterly. I had 23 goals for 2023 and I had 19 of those set in advance. And then I held four slots for goals that I thought would come up each quarter and filled those in as the year went along. I also divided these goals into different themes. So the first theme was, of course, reading goals, which you all know I love. So my first goal was to read 300 plus books throughout the year. I barely hit 300 last year, so I thought this was kind of a stretch goal. And I ended up reading over 350 books this year. So um, as I record this, I still have many days of my winter break to go, so I may even hit 365, which is kind of a fun, uh, just like averaging a book a day, but read over 350 books this year. You can see everything that I'm reading by connecting with me on Goodreads. So I will link to that in the uh, show notes if you want to connect with me there. As part of that, I also wanted to try to even out my reading and read at least 23 books each month in 2023. And I was able to do that in all 12 months of the year. I also decided again this year to complete an alphabet reading challenge each month. This is when I choose a random letter and pick five books from my Kindle that start with that letter to kind of encourage myself to read more books that I own and also to encourage some spontaneity in my reading. And this is such a super fun challenge. I love doing this and I have such a broad backlist that I always have a random choice of things that I can pick when I do each of these videos. So I do this live on my YouTube channel videos Uh, when I am introducing kind of my to be read pile for the coming month. So I will link to that in the show notes too, if you want to take a look at those videos. I also uh, designed a kind of self-designed book of the month challenge this year, where I wanted to read at least 24 books from the book of the month club list. And this is a list that's just public online. I can link it in the show notes, but it's basically, um, I am not a book of the month club member. So let me just make that clear but I love seeing what books they choose every month that they wanna be kind of hyping and promoting. So I read 24 plus books that were from the book of the month list this year. And this was another super fun challenge that I really enjoyed because it encouraged me to do quite a few books that are like more popular reads or that are kind of outside of genres that I would typically read. I also wanted to complete or get current on 23 book series throughout this year. Now I read a ton of series books and I'm always adding new series to my pile. I actually have a way of tracking series um, and kind of what books I own and what books are next in the series for me in Asana. So I do this um, kind of on the side of my other reading tracking that I do. And I was able to get this challenge completed in quarter three. I caught up in at least 23 series so far this year. And when I do my blog post that talks about my um, final annual goals check-in of the year, I'll go ahead and link all these different series so that you can see. Um, But there were so many good ones and so many that I would recommend. So definitely check out that blog post. It'll be live in a couple of days. 
I also wanted to read Patricia Cornwell's entire K Scarpetta series. This is now 27 books because another book was added this year. And I did this right under the deadline. I finished the final book in the last week of the year. And this is a long and established mystery series about a um, coroner and the ups and downs of her career over many, many years and her family and her colleagues and her friends. And it was so fun to catch up on this because I had not dipped into it for many years. Um, so it was super fun to catch up on that this year. I also wanted to read Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive series, uh, which is six books and I, including a couple novellas, and I was able to read this book series over the summer, which was super fun. And the next one in the series actually comes out a year uh, from now, basically December of 24. So I will have to remind myself of all the details before I dive into the next one as that series continues to release books. I also wanted to read Ellen Montgomery's Anne of Green Gables series. I had never read the entire thing. There are eight books in the series, and I always stalled out around book three. Um, I was able to wrap up that series in September. It was another kind of summer read for me, and it was so lovely and delightful to revisit the characters in this series. This is basically a young adult series about a girl who is an orphan who goes to live with this pair of siblings, a man and a woman who are brother and sister, and how she grows up over time and eventually has her own family. Uh, it takes place in Canada, and uh, it was super fun to revisit that. And then my last reading goal was to keep up with posting at least two videos per month on my YouTube channel about books and reading. And I did do that throughout this year by posting a to be read video, what I'm hoping to read each month, and then a debrief video of what I actually read over the past month uh, for every month of 2023. I also had some goals on my list to support my wellness and my health. The first one was to practice intuitive exercise. And this was really about just like listening to my body and doing what my body wanted me to do. This was mostly for me walking, biking, and doing yoga. As you know, partway through the year, I got a Peloton bike. I also have a treadmill that I frequently use. And um, of course, I have a background with doing yoga, which I always enjoy. So I did set a summer goal of 6,000 minutes on the Peloton app, which I was able to do. And although I did not hit the 20,000 minutes on the Peloton app this year, I am looking forward to it next year. And I did feel like I got to really expand my movement practices this year in some ways that really made sense for me. Um, so this was one that I was like, yes, I felt like I checked this one off my list. I also had under my wellness and health goals to take at least a week of vacation off from work. I did this in late March and I also took another two weeks off in late July, uh, late June, early July, which I thought was so wonderful. And I will absolutely be trying to build this in in the future. Um, I love that extra time away from the office to just relax and kind of recuperate, rejuvenate. Um, so that was one that I was happy to check off my list. And then the third goal in this area was to get a massage. I had not done this since before the pandemic. And so I was able to get a massage in late September. It was just as wonderful as I thought it would be. And I hope to build in more of these in the coming year as well. Okay, I had some goals also under professional and personal development. The first one was to start to listen to podcast episodes again. I was hoping to do five every month. And I definitely averaged this over time. There were some months where I did none. There were some months where I did more than five, but I did end up doing 60 um, over the course of the year. And uh, I loved having this goal to motivate me to get back into podcast listening. I found some new shows. I also caught up on some old shows. Um, so this was super fun. 
Of course, you know from previous podcast episodes that I wanted to celebrate turning 40 in a way that was meaningful to me. And as I talked about in a couple podcast episodes ago, I wrapped up earning a master's degree in organizational leadership in December of this year. Um, and that was kind of my own gift to myself was that extra learning and that that kind of uh, formalized learning in another master's degree. So um, I will link to those episodes where I kind of debrief that experience if you want to learn more, if you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet. And then the third goal I had in this area was to journal through the questions in Debbie Millman's The Remarkable Life Deck. Uh, it is subtitled A 10-Year Plan for Achieving Your Dreams. I started this journaling project primarily in quarter two of the year, and then I did quite a bit more as I was wrapping up quarter four. And I really actually enjoyed this exercise quite a bit. I don't always journal with prompts, and so this was a very different experience for me to have certain things that I was journaling toward instead of just kind of like randomly brain dumping what I wanted to write about. And I found that I just had some new patterns in my reflections that gave me a lot of things that I want to continue thinking about in the coming year as well. So definitely would recommend doing that. Okay, then I had some miscellaneous goals. The first one was to pay off 20% of our current mortgage balance. You all know I've been doing this for several years now. And I will say I got a little impatient in September and I just paid off the rest out of some savings that we had. And this felt so good to check off my list. Every year I, I feel like I'm hitting... Uh, or I'm kind of aiming really high with these goals of, of how much discretionary income we're going to be able to have to put toward paying off our mortgage. And I'm so relieved when I kind of hit that goal and I keep us on track in terms of what we're trying to do there. Um, so you can look forward to seeing this goal again in my 2024 goals as well. Okay, there's one goal that I failed at. And it's okay. I'm feeling okay about it. But that goal was to watch the entire Dawson's Creek television series. Now, I made it through season four, but then I kind of stalled out. And I will just say it was an intentional choice for me to not like binge watch the final two seasons of this over my winter break over like two full days of TV watching. Like that just did not feel like super healthy for me to do. And I had like 40 plus episodes at 45 minutes each. And I was just like, I can't, I, I cannot like force myself to do this just because of the arbitrary deadline of the end of the year. However, I would like to finish this. And I think that it is just something I will continue to pick away at over the course of 2024 and would be happy to update you. But um, I think that I have really enjoyed diving back into this series. It is deliciously melodramatic. Teen melodramas are just fun. And uh, this one is no different. So if you haven't ever watched the show or you want to revisit it, I would highly recommend it. I am enjoying it. I just was not able to carve out the time to do it. However, I was able to carve out the time to watch all of the X-Men movies. Now, I will also offer a caveat here that there are two Deadpool movies in this list and I watched the first one and that was all I needed of Deadpool. I did not need to watch anymore. It was super violent, super gory. And I just thought, okay, I'm calling it, but I did watch all the other movies and really enjoy them. So uh, that was one that uh, allowed me to, and my partner to kind of connect throughout the year to watch these films and that was really fun. Okay, then my next goal was to listen to every Taylor Swift song in album order. Now, I'm also going to give a caveat here, too, which is I skipped the Taylor version albums to meet this goal. I only listened to the original albums. Um, now, eventually, I will try to get the Taylor's version albums as well. But in terms of just running out of time <laughs> to get this done, I wanted to make sure I actually listened to kind of the original albums. Um, and then I will swing back around and, and get the Taylor's versions. 
I found this exercise to be so interesting because I had so many questions about why Taylor Swift is such a phenomenon. And I can tell how talented she is and what a great businesswoman she is and how everything she touches just turns to gold. And it's amazing. Um, and it was super fun to kind of like work my way through her backlist because these songs and these albums were not something I like connected to on a personal level at any point in my life. Like this was never something that I was really paying attention to until now. Um, so it was fun to kind of understand what everyone is talking about all the time. Okay, and then my TBD goals. These were the four things I did throughout the year on a quarterly basis that I got to kind of choose what I wanted to assign to these goals. So the first goal you might remember in quarter one was to apply for and receive approval for a level one coach training accreditation with the International Coaching Federation. Now I was a level two program, but I wanted to kind of give a bridge program to people who are coming in. It uh, basically it just makes it easier for people to get credentialed. I won't go into all the details as to why, but it was something as kind of an in-between program that I wasn't already and I wanted to do that. So I was able to get that completed and submitted in quarter one and then learned if it's approval in quarter two. My quarter two goal was to transition into some new job responsibilities. And I mentioned in a podcast episode, uh, which I can link to in the show notes, that I was asked to take on some new responsibilities at work, um, which meant I inherited a new team and I was adjusting my title. And this was not something I was expecting. So it was just a perfect fit for this quarter two goal um, to transition into some of those new job responsibilities. Quarter three, uh, the goal that I checked off my list was we officially paid off one third of our total mortgage. And this is something that felt like a major milestone because it's been just a couple of years since we purchased our home and we have been making pretty aggressive mortgage payments, as I mentioned earlier in this episode. So this just felt really great. Um, and it, it equates to slightly more than 10 years, obviously, of fewer payments on our 30-year loan. And seeing that number go down has been really, really uh, rewarding. Now, the fourth goal that I assigned to quarter four, this won't surprise any of you, is turning in the revisions for my book project, which happened in November. So the second edition of the blended course design workbook was due and it felt so satisfying to get that turned in. So that was my goal for quarter four that I assigned to that quarter uh, was checking that box off my list. So overall, pretty happy with how things went with my 2023 annual goals, and I am excited to dive into 2024. I have some uh, kind of interesting developments uh, that I'm going to talk about in my 2024 goals and kind of give you some context as to why I chose the goals that I did. Um, and I'm just super excited to walk through those with you in the next episode. So of course, I would love to hear how things went with your goals for 2023. And if you're starting to think about goals for 2024, you can always email me at hello at drkatielinder.com. I always love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatielinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.